Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Second Take Podcast. Can I get an amen? Can I get an alleluia? Do you see the light? And I'm Alex. I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> To make this short, I'm Zane C. Webber. I'm Sebastian, and that ain't no Hank Williams song. And we're reviewing The Blues Brothers 1980. Uh, starring John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, James Brown, Cab Calloway, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Carrie Fisher, and a whole bunch of musicians. It was written by Dan Aykroyd and John Landis, and directed by John Landis. Welcome back from that beautiful intro. Are you changing that soon? Uh, probably. Yep. I, I keep I keep telling these two that sure I'm, I'm going to change it. And uh, guess what? Still the same. Yep, I haven't. <laughs> One day though. We all know, especially the audience that yeah. just listened to it. I think it's going to be blues inspired or country inspired. Mm, I, I doubt it. Blues country inspired. I doubt inspired. it will be. I mean, like yeah. if it is, I'd be happy. For not both of them, just pick one. <laughs> Twangy, like, slide guitars and a horn section. That'll be beautiful. Sad washboards. Yeah. Yeah. Sad washboards. Why though. sad washboards? Because they got the blues, Zane. But we don't <laughs> got the blues, do we? But the washboard does. It's sad. The, the washboard yeah. is sad, not the, per- not the way the person's playing it. Yeah. But why are we putting it on our podcast then? <laughs> Character. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, Blues Brothers. It sure is. Yeah. Um, so, I haven't yeah. seen this film before. I mean, I did for this review, but this is my I'll first time. That you've so, watched a movie for the podcast? The first time I've watched a movie for the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are we like? We're over 100 episodes now, so I'm pretty confident. That you're a terrible movie That host. I'm a good liar. <laughs> but no, this is my first time uh, watching the Blues Brothers, which I... I don't know how I've missed it, like because obviously I've known about it. People love it. It's a well, like a well-loved movie. But it just yeah, never crossed my radar. I think it's just because you're a terrible person. Well, that's probably. probably it. I mean, like I don't want to. Probably not too far from the point there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How, let's talk about how terrible he is. What do we do next? Yeah. Well, we do we do production notes. Production notes. And oh no, so you traditionally a really fakey. Okay. There are so many possible points. Yeah, I found this. Can we just agree John Belushi was a crazy motherfucker? Can we just all just take that on board? Can we yeah. all agree that cocaine made John Belushi a yeah. crazy motherfucker? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. Um, the original cut of this film was about two and a half hours long and they did one more cut on top of that, which lowered it by 17 minutes. So not very much was cut. I mean, 17 minutes could be a lot of scenes, but in the grand scheme, not so much. Or uh, John Belushi actually punched out the actress playing the nun um, in the scene where he was being slapped at the ruler because she wouldn't stop. It's difficult, right? You know what? (laughs) Both are very believable. I know. I I think the second one's true, though. That he punched out the nun? Well, the actress. (laughs) He found a nun and he punched her out. (laughs) I'll go the first one. Yeah, Zane's right. I'm focusing on the positive. I didn't say that you were wrong, Alex. Thank you. Until right now. But, yeah, I mean, I would have believed the second one really oh, easily because yeah. I could see her just especially, not stopping. Especially with, like, the rest of the shit that he did. Yeah. Uh, um, which comes to uh, Belushi being the, the black hole on the set. <laughs> like, would literally have done a shot with his sunglasses on and then the, for the next, like, shoot, they would be missing and they'd have to find another set of sunglasses. Yeah, it was something like 300 or something oh, that they went through for him. 
ridiculous amount of sunglasses. It must have been on purpose. Like he must have just been like binning them or something or as a joke. He was just high the whole time and just didn't pay any attention to what he was doing with his sunglasses. Cocaine. From my expertise with cocaine, which comes from purely watching Scarface a couple of weeks ago with you guys, <laughs> I understood that it made you hyper aware. So he would know exactly what he was doing. It makes you hyperactive and super focused. And if he's not focused on his sunglasses, he could be focused on acting or dancing or punching mm. people. Uh, mm. So he would lose his sunglasses. Okay. Like just to add on to that, like to explain, we're going to talk a lot about cocaine in Ooh. this episode lot, because cocaine was actually built into the budget for this film. Yeah, to give it's... the to give the cast and the crew nominally so that they could stay awake for the night shoots, but it was literally like they were high on cocaine most of the time to yeah. kind of drive it uh, and. Dan Aykroyd went on to say that Belushi enjoyed that perk the most. Yeah. 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 I always imagine Dan Aykroyd as a really well-behaved gentleman. A bit exuberant. Like he's he's a very well-documented occultist nerd. But I always assumed he was very like level-headed and calm. I'm very surprised to hear about his involvement with this kind of property. Like with that. Like I just maybe maybe just my perception of him, but I never saw him as this he's kind of a guy. nerd, but he's a comedy nerd. Yeah, and the comedy in the eighties, like they they talk they talk about the comedy boom in the eighties, where there was like a comedy club on every corner, and like comedians could make a living just going from club to club and getting paid to appear and do fifteen minutes of material. Mm. Like Belushi and the they were on SNL, so they were the biggest names at the time. They were the rock stars so like yeah. he he's a comedy nerd and comedy was just swimming in drugs in okay. the 80s yeah. like most of new york i, I would, just always imagine it was like a choir boy that's why it was like really confronting me i'm like oh really choir Acroid? boys can be addicted to cocaine as well i guess they can that's fine <laughs> yeah like the choir boys more than likely is that a band yeah the choir boys yeah band. oh i don't know cool oh, okay anyway <laughs> moving on um <clears throat> So um, along with uh, some other antics of John Belushi, they were doing a, a shoot, at, I think it was at night, and um, no one could find John Belushi. Oh, when he went, yeah, he disappeared. Yeah, disappeared, and uh, they, there was one house with their lights on and he was there. Um, oh, so what, Dan Aykroyd walked <laughs> yeah. up. Was was planning on introducing himself and saying, "Have you seen this person? He might have been wandering yeah. around." <laughs> and um, yep, turns out John Belushi turned up, asked for a glass of milk and a sandwich, and uh, passed out on the couch. Oh, <laughs> mm. like a puppy that yeah. can speak <laughs> like request. a high, high Hi. puppy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of cute. Also, Dan Aykroyd and Carrie Fisher were engaged. Shortly after the shoot. Well, they got engaged during the yeah. shoot. Well, during the shoot. Yeah. Um, Dan saved Carrie's life by giving the Heimlich. Supposedly. Assuming that she was going to are going die. to die. Yes. Wait. The they, Heimlich has since been discredited. They still use it in the yes. States. They still use yeah. it in the States, but it has been discredited. So, wait, they were engaged. Do they ever get married or they break up I don't during the engagement? So. I don't think they've ever married. Oh, I didn't realise that was even a thing. Yeah. Well, there you go. Cocaine. Doesn't want to. Yeah. There's. She's also very well. Well, she was well documented with drug abuse too, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's so much else that we could talk about that we could literally do an entire podcast on the trivia of uh, the movie. But well, let's do it. The original <laughs> script was over 300 pages long. Ridiculous. In true Ackroyd style. Uh, Ackroyd submitted that to Landis, and then Landis spent a few weeks paring it down. Uh, so yeah, and it took the real with the world record at the time for the number of cars wrecked. One hundred three was it? 100, uh, oh yeah, one hundred three cars were oh. wrecked during the filming. Uh, they only held it for two years uh, when one hundred fifty in a plane were crashed for the Junk Man, that classic film that lives on to this day. Oh yeah, um, my favorite. Well, but Never from eighty two <laughs> to two thousand and three, that record stood uh, until The Matrix Reloaded. And they did 300 cars. So, jackasses, all of them. What yep. a waste. <laughs> yep. There was so many cars a in this waste. film. Yep. I, every time I would look up, I'd be like, how? How are there this many cars? I don't understand where all these cars are coming from. You know, you know how they do that car crash where the car is 
just falling. Yep. Yeah. So, but to do that, they actually had to drop cars or that kind of car and get a certificate of um, uh, is it's not fit for air so that they knew, so that if they dropped the car, it wouldn't act like a, a, an airfoil or a wing and actually fall like, <laughs> like a plane. <laughs> so they actually had to drop a number of cars to get that certificate before they could get the licence to drop the car from that high. <laughs> yeah. well, that's an interesting part of it all. Jesus. <laughs> it's, yeah, a, lo- a lot of stuff that you wouldn't expect in a... A movie about a blues band. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that you would expect in like a Looney Tunes movie, though. Yeah, yeah. This is like Looney Tunes on crack, like or literally surviving. Yeah, it's it's a hyperbole. Like, like they survived the telephone booth exploding with the, and the flamethrower, the missile launches. Yeah. That car literally teleports up <laughs> three hundred feet into the air yes. from where it was. <laughs> like unless that highway is level with the Empire State Building. It's not. I didn't think it would it's be. Not, it's a highway. Uh, to do that, the mall take where they're basically just destroying a mall. They rented a disused the mall that had been closed for a year. Um, apparently the people they rented it from weren't 100% clear on what they were going to do with it. And so there was like an extended legal battle after it for because they didn't return it to the... Same the state, way, yeah. yeah the, the state before, but that was never in the agreement. It was just kind of like, oh, we're renting it and we're going to film a car chase through it, but they didn't know the exact amount of damage. Uh, so <laughs> that went on. It ended up just being demolished. So the, yeah, the yeah. the whole place that didn't get repaired and refurbished or anything. Yeah, and yeah. so many other things. So beautiful. Well, even when they were doing the the shot of the prison, it's like a helicopter yeah. shot, the guards in the prison weren't told about it and so they started firing at the helicopter because they thought that it, they were trying to uh, spy on the complex. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake. It's just weird. They were super vigilant with proving that a car will fall flat but not other things like aircrafts over prisons. Yeah. yeah. Some... In the, on the 30th anniversary of the film, the Vatican newspaper, uh, L'Osservatore Romano, called the film a Catholic classic and recommended it as good viewing for Catholics. <laughs> Obviously, they like the uh, sticking up for nuns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's no drug use in the film. No, not in the film. At least not explicit. No. Yeah. There's a lot of smoking. But everyone yeah. smoked. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Literally. And smoking just brings you to God's graces faster. Pretty much. So yeah. they're really behind that. So I will say the Blues Brothers were an actual band. Yeah. So they... It started as a skit where they got like an, uh, a blues band on SNL and then Belushi and Aykroyd, who had just come from another skit wearing bee costumes, they came on and sang uh, I Am King Bee or, or something like that. It was a bee-themed mm. song. And then two years later, they actually got all these really well-known blues performers and then headed up by Aykroyd and Belushi to be the actual musical guest on SNL. So you, SNL is usually hosted by a famous person. They have a suite of uh, comedians and skit actors that do the performance and then they have a musical act every week. So they, even though they were actors on the show, they were also the musical act um, mm. for that particular show. And that first time when they were there, it was hosted by Carrie Fisher. Oh. Yeah, so I imagine connected. that's why they got her for this film. Yeah. Beautiful. Any more um, trivia? They released albums and then they, well, they... They kept before they keep performing for a decade or so after Belushi passed away, uh, just getting well-known people in to be the front man. Okay, yeah. So like John Goodman was in it. He's um, in the after, next after movie Belushi. too. He's he's in the movie. Yeah, um, but like yeah. So a, a lot of uh, heaps of people have gone through the band because yeah. they haven't touched on it just yet. But Belushi did pass away like a year after this two film. Years, two years. This was released in 80 and he died in 82. Oh, I thought it was 81. Maybe one, but very soon after. Yeah. yeah. He only did a couple more films. I think it was like uh, that college one. Uh, the one where he's Animal in. House. Yeah. yeah. Animal House, yeah. 
right. we could uh, do trivia all day or we could move Oh, well, let's yeah, do that. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. Um, so babies for this. So, I have babies. Yes. Yeah. Let's start with saying them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the movie Ray. Yeah. The, the Ray Charles story uh, crossed with uh, the producers. Sure. The Mel Brooks musical. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I think that, that pretty much puts it right together. Uh, actually, the reason I picked Ray is because blues is, well, or at least at this time, was very traditionally um, African-American culture. And this film, uh, Ackroyd has gone on record saying that he thinks it wasn't as popular as it could have been because a lot of theatres in the American South refused to show it because it had so many black people in it. Ah. Mm. Classic well, South. Yep, so... Ray and the producers. Sebi? I've got a lot. Sure. And I know I'm going to have to explain them, but I have X-Men Apocalypse, The Book of Eli, Death Race, and this is Spinal Tap. The Book of Eli? Yep. Because of the Bible? Because a religious man getting his message across, going on a cross-country journey through America to do so. That, okay. That's the only question I have. It's about, an apocalypse. 90% of this film was assembling the band. Okay. And uh, what was the other one? Death Race. What? Yeah. Okay. This is Spinal Tap. Yeah, for the band aspect. Okay. Gig yeah. to gig, yep. Okay. It's, like, it's, all, it's all there. Sure. It's just, yeah, yeah not all concise. <laughs> Clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got, uh, I'm going with Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Okay. Um, All right. I'll allow it. Police Squad. Yep, that's a good one. And The Warriors. Do go on, Alex. Why The Warriors? Because. Nazis? There's well, no Nazis and The Warriors. No, but like a gang? Yeah. Is that why? Um, more the, like being chased, like having to get oh, yeah. from somewhere to somewhere. Also, year of release, I believe. Oh, wait, no, Warriors was 79. 79, yeah. this was 80. They yeah. were all filming together. Yeah, and that, that's it. I also had La La Land for the like jazz blues aspect and the, the song's not necessarily pushing the story forward. But What's that musical with Tom Cruise, Rock of Ages? <laughs> but that, that uses actual songs that... Sure does. There's, sure does use actual songs. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is probably as tall as Belushi. They're both quite short men. Sure. I have no opinion on that. <laughs> I think they're both On that conjecture. Yeah. I can, there's, there's reasons to say these people's names together. Yes, yes they uh, are of approximate height. <laughs> yep. Let us compare them in other ways. They're both shorter than Dan Aykroyd. I assume most people <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Yep. All right. You guys want to start with the good or the bad? Tweet Nopsis. Oh, God. I mean. God damn it, Seb. Yep. Um, do you guys want me to go? Yeah, go for it. An ex con and his brother battle the establishment to keep a church open. It's, a, it's an orphanage, but. It's also a church, right? It's, it's not. It's an orphanage. I believe it's an orphanage. Is it not a church as well? No. no she's a nun. Like, does, she's a nun. I think it's attached to a church and yeah. run by the church, but it's not a church. It's oh, an orphanage. Whatever. It's I hate orphans. orphans. I didn't see a single orphan in this film to make me care. Wait. There, there was literally was there a an whole group of them. So many. <laughs> was there? Yes. Did, did I blink or something? When was this? Okay, Cab so Calloway. I'm guessing, right? Cab, no, no, no. This is when they're promoting the big concert. Yeah. Cab Calloway gets all the ch- orphans from the orphanage to go out and promote the oh, concert to save the orphanage. They were dancing in the street during that other scene. Yeah. I was wondering why there were so like, many kids. There's like moved. this whole scene where, like, it's like interviewing the orphans, saying, "Like, come see the Blues Brothers." I must have sneezed or something. I'm sorry. No, no, it goes on for like a good five minutes. I must minutes. have had a long sneezing fit because none of this rings a bell to me. I must have just well, been like <laughs> face in a tissue box screaming or something with both fingers in my ears because none of this rings a bell. Sure, Zane. <laughs> Two cons with a heart of gold get a mission from God to get the band back together. <laughs> Hashtag car crash. Field of dreams. This film's also like Field of Dreams. 
If you build it, they will come. Oh, it's just like a thread that you're like trying to tie to, but the movies are too heavy to actually get it. Actually, I wouldn't go Field of Dreams. I go Wayne's World because it's the same idea. But Wayne's World is uh, building a concert, though. Sure, Wayne's World. I'll allow it. And okay, (laughs) and that they did the same joke in Austin Powers when he's getting all his stuff back. From the from the prison, the guard is like, and your yeah. Swedish made penis enlarger. That's all in yeah. here with the condoms. All like, yeah, Wayne's yeah. World nailed it. Yeah, that was that was gross. Why would they keep? Why did they? In, yep. Anyway. How do they make that? Is what I want to know. Well, they probably just had one. Well, that's the thing. I would have thought it was a prop up until I heard all the trivia about this movie, and I'm like, that's a used condom. Yep, that's a two year old used condom. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe two years, two years old. If not, <laughs> it was meant to be two years, anyway, three years old. Anyway, two uh, two brothers, musicians, get the band together, save an orphanage. That's literally it. You got to put at least one hashtag. Okay, on there. hashtag. Do you see the light? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Not yeah. Ray Charles doesn't. All right. <laughs> no, but when he puts that poster up upside down. Beautiful. <laughs> when he shoots the kid, <laughs> shoots at the kid. Not I lied to you on purpose, <laughs> but did he miss on purpose? We'll find out next week in the sequel. Ray Charles on the run from the law. I assume that's what the next one's about. Probably, probably, it's probably, probably about probably that. too close to the truth. Wait, Ray Charles has never been a wanted <laughs> criminal, has he? What? What? No, like yeah, that, he's yeah. definitely been like he's banned from or was banned from states it was mostly because he was black okay yeah. i was to go yeah he's like he hasn't done anything right he did a lot of drugs did he everyone did yeah. yeah zane would know he was there yeah good or bad not the not your drug use um do you guys want to start with the good or the bad sure start with the bad okay yeah, why not this film was long yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. But it was, and it's a very slow movie when you cut the car chases. I'm not saying I need more action, but it's very drawn out. Every scene I is as long as what I'm doing right now. Comparatively, it's a short film. If you compare it to the 320-something pages it could have been. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I just think or, a bit uh, more... Bit more editing, you know. Yeah. A little bit. I think, I to think the, a uh, lot of the time was taken up with the music. films of the time, like uh, my my reference to the Warriors. It's a uh, hour and a half. Sure, it's still an hour and a half too long that I would have watched. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but like the scenes were yeah, at a similar pace. It was less of a story in Warriors, granted, um, but the pacing. Similar, I thought, anyway. I think the musical scenes were fine. Like, that, they went yeah. well for me. But I think a lot of the, just the talk, talky talk, talk scenes really dragged on. Like, it took, every scene, it takes them twice as long as it needs to get to the point of the scene. It's enjoyable. Like, I'm, talk, I'm, I'm having... Talk, talk scenes. Like, let's say in, let's when say... he takes him to the halfway house and shows him about his apartment and talking to the guys. It's like, all this is like... I can see how you might think this is funny because you're coked up, but it's unnecessary. Yeah. Like I, I agree with Seb. Like, yeah, I mean, a lot of it like could have been funny, and uh, I'm I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt that it was funny at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's like without, but without the context of the time and that yeah. kind of situation, it doesn't ring as true or and necessary. That is fair. Yeah. It's like what we said with Scarface. It's like I enjoy Tony Montana being this crazy big character, but I didn't need to see him be the exact same character for almost three hours because he, because yeah. it was just repetition. That was all. Yeah. And this thing, the characters are really fun, but it's, I get it. Please move on. Please move on. But in saying that, it's still enjoyable. It's just, like I said, I think you cut another half hour from it, get announced hour 45, hour 50, fine. Pacing would be so much better too. I would agree with that. There was a, a point where uh, my fiancé came down to my office and was like, are you still watching that? And I'm like, yep, yep. Still got half an hour left. I was actually I shocked <laughs> when I hit go on the DVD player and you hit. I always hit the, the enter button to bring up how long the movie has left to go. 
Well, that's surprising no one. <laughs> it's literally what I do because well, I'm doing multiple things during a day. So I need to know when this movie's finishing so I can leave and do other things. And did it. And I was literally like, Such oh, fuck scene. off. Because I, I just like, oh, it's a comedy in the 80s. Films were shorter. Comedies were short too. Like, yeah, yeah. hour and a half, hour this, 40. This is a sophisticated Dan Aykroyd and John Lancet. But he even... Landis, sorry. Um, c- comedy. But he, like, he wrote Ghostbusters. And even Ghostbusters was not... I don't think it broke two hours, did it? No. Like, again, it was like 500 pages, I believe. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But... Yeah, that's the only really downside to this. It's just I, mean, I got too much things that I didn't need, but everything else I have to say about this film is good. Well, the effects leave something to be desired. Um, I think even for the time there were better effects to be had, but I don't yeah, think they paid like much of real attention to it. All the gunshots and explosions and like... Uh, yeah. Even the cast downs were fine, I thought. The sound effects of the guns where every bullet was its own... And then like it had... Ricochet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, when Even when hitting dirt. At the very end of the film where the, like, the army has gotten ready and they're, they're shooting down the last door to get to them, literally the gun is going pew, 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 pew. That's, like, that's the noise yeah. it's making. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, why is the machine gun Legitimately, the highest of the guns? That could have been a comic thing that everyone on cocaine was like, ha, oh, that's fantastic because guns don't make that sound. But I don't think it I was don't think, I don't <laughs> think the SWAT team doing hut, 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 yeah. hut. I don't think that was a thing either. But that's- I do want to credit this movie with one big thing. And I think it's inspiring Grand Theft Auto, the game series. The escalation of the police in the final yeah. chase is 100% yeah. the star system from that game. Oh, Even yeah. the army showed up at the end. Yeah. This has to be the inspiration for that game, oh, right? Yeah. It has Let's to be. So. <laughs> because it was brilliant. I did not. Yeah. I remember going through, like, because I watch a lot of uh, YouTubers that discuss different elements from film all the time. And I've seen. Uh, one about Escalation, and it talks about this film specifically. So I had seen clips here and there of the film, and I expected a large chase scene at the end of the film. I was not ready for what I got. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It was funny, though. Like, it was... Because it kept escalating. I kept laughing. But if this was a straight action film, and you you sub out the funny-looking characters for anyone else, Yeah. yeah? And it would just be such a wank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, just too much. Just put your dick away, please. Happy comedy. <laughs> but, like, because it was a comedy, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like Team yeah. America, the throw-up scene. It's funny. It's not funny. Oh, God, why is this all going? And we're funny again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what about bad for anyone else? Because uh, that's it for me. Carrie Fisher's character. So like, confusing. <laughs> After the, like the second time, because you get you get no context as to why she's doing it until like pretty much the end. Um, and I've seen this movie a dozen times, like or, or more. Um, and like I know why she's there, but like after the second time when she tries to murder them, it's kind of like okay, explain now rather than you know another hour and a half. Later. I did enjoy the ways that she was trying to kill I, them. I though. mean, it was it was funny, and like the joke of um, the the place that she worked. What was it? Um, oh, it was a hair place, and it was come and die or something. Oh, it was it was it was a pun in the name, and it made me laugh. Really hard because it was the first time that I you ever... You should really stop looking at me for help with the name. I'm looking at Zane. And even I'm if think, I knew what it yeah. was, I'm not going to tell you. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure Zane does know the answer but refuses to speak it aloud. Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, apart from that, Zane, any bad stuff for you? No, apart the, from the just, effects. Is it let, let what effects are you talking about? I, can't, I remember being mostly practical so I remember there being anything terrible, terrible. But uh, it, Honestly, it's kind of the shots uh, specifically... In the, uh, in the in the mall, uh, and honestly, the big car chase with the with the pileups is just kind of like, you know, I, I get the comedy of the escalation, but like it's it honestly it just looks like you're filming stunts rather oh, than yeah, actually yeah. being like a part of the chase or part of the movie. It felt detached. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of cut in a shot of some stunts and then gone back on with the plot. I had the exact same thought during, oh, it was one where he wakes up his brother when he's sleeping, he's like, I need to pull over. Yeah. And they go down the embankment and then like, yeah, 50 cars, don't make that one jump. Yeah. That was the scene I'm like, I feel like I'm just watching like the movie world stunt show. <laughs> yeah. 
But that, that, that's the only negative I have. Well, do you guys want to jump onto positives then? Or? No, I think we should go straight. <laughs> yes, of course we want to talk about the positives. <laughs> so, um, uh, sorry, Alex, you're, you're done with negatives, yeah? He's still um, busy looking up for this pun. Well, he's, he's really attached yeah, to this one pun. I really need to... Okay. Oh, oh, oh. No? Curl yes. up and die. The hair salon that she worked at. Curl up and die. I like as oh, in like D Y E. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. that's not a pun. That's just like, go fuck yourself. It's a pun. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Beautiful. I need. I need. Yeah. Um. Other bad things. Um. No. No. I think. Yeah, I, no, we're not a good thing. I just we asked yeah. you about good things. Oh, good things. Oh, plenty. Um. I really wanted to rank like the songs. In this, like that, I actually performed. Tail feather number one for Zane. Tail feather for Mini the Moocher, very close second. Oh, Mini, see, Mini the Moocher takes it for me. Mm. Then Tail feather, and then um, Aretha doing Aretha. Thick. Yeah. Then um, when the Blues Brothers finally get on, um, everybody. Oh, ah, yeah. Somebody. The the, um, the the number in the church though, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, old landmark. Then I would go um, uh, Rawhide. Yeah. Then Stand By Your Man, um, which is just hilarious. Uh, and then um, there's the, the Blues Brothers intro. I th- am I missing any? Uh, then there's just like... There's, there's a lot of... Oh, there's there's, there's um, Lee Booker uh, with his... Oh, 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 oh. Um, mm. Yeah. What about you, Seb? What yeah. was your favourite? I think it was Tailfather was the one that um, Ray Charles did in the music shop. Yes, yeah. that moved onto the street. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that one. The Mini the Moocher one, I recognised the song. It was fine. I only liked that scene because when the boys are, the brothers are sneaking back in, yeah. um, Belushi's literally sneaking in time to the song. Yeah. Like that That was the well, part of me that... They were meant to be. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah, what yeah, I like. Yeah. That, that's, that part I really enjoyed about that part, um, that one, but... Oh, there was one more, but I completely forgot it. I I didn't know a lot of the names of these songs. I you. the song that they went to sing in the bloody the Texan bug bar or whatever it was that they got booed and shut off. I really liked that one. I can't uh, remember what it was. I think that was the intro one that I was talking. About. No, uh, yeah. it was Sweet Home Chicago, wasn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was, was kind of one. one of their classic songs that yeah. they then they then perform at the at the final concert. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I like that one, but they stop it for that bit of the movie. Yeah. But yeah. And the rest are all just, just washed over me. I in everybody uh, um, needs somebody to love. Um, I really like when they get like through the song a bit more and their dance sequence. <laughs> it's yeah. it's just amazing. Mm. Like the it's again the, one of the things yeah. that they were known for on SNL. Yeah, is a while one was singing, one would be doing crazy dance moves. Beside. Yeah, and Belushi for quite a rotund man. Did all his own flips. Yeah. Oh, no, he did not, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I just Probably not in this movie, but definitely on like, SNL. Like, oh, okay. That, the, the, the first time they <laughs> the did The one it, in like, the church. church yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Totally not him. Okay. No, no. Um, like on SNL, he literally did the cartwheel onto, into the, to stand in front of the mic and, yeah. Okay. Um, so that, that was kind of a running joke of the actual, of the band. Good. I was almost certain band. the one in the church wasn't him because... The way he was flipping, his his torso was staying almost static. Like his stomach <laughs> wasn't moving nothing, yeah. but he was still had a stomach that was overhanging, but it <laughs> yeah. was still all of like, yeah. or either he has just the biggest, roundest single ab. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's not him. That's a person in a suit. Um, I don't think you've ever seen my dad without a shirt on. The <laughs> <laughs> um, scene I did like during the final chase scene, there's a couple of shots they did which were like um, POV shots of their car during and like seeing them swerve in and out and then like go through a couple of little stunts but you're seeing it all through the position of the car. It was really good. It was actually really exciting and it made the scene, because the scene never felt like it was a fast chase yeah, no. but that one shot really ramped it up and I'm like, why don't they do that in movies that often? Like I don't, from all the car movies I've ever seen, I can't think of that many first person shots. I thought it looked really good. In some of those pileups, like... The first couple of cars, it'd be fine. But then, like, there'll be cars that just, like, ramp up over the cars at the back to land on the cars, like, near the front. Like, and then, it's and just then ridiculous. They're, they're like, filming the shot and then the car comes in, like, almost vertically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> I need what the they build up. Are, there, are there cranes throwing cars? <laughs> 
at this pile. <laughs> is there literally like is is one of the cars just like rammed into the ground that much that it's made of ramp? Like that's and exactly I, I what's happening. That's <laughs> like where this movie like was different from everything else that come is that kind of slapstick humor on that level. Yeah. On that yeah. kind of like, well, this isn't just people falling down. This is literally a pile of cars destroying each other. Yeah. Um, for your amusement. I was so happy with it though. Yeah. Like and uh, that's the thing. Like it is a romp. Uh, and yeah. it, and the escalation throughout the film, it kind of gets, it, it revs you up and revs you up and revs you up. And then, it, it resolves in a really nice way. And I think like that's, it's like an emotional experience r- rather than like a series of jokes, which you get in a regular comedy movie. <gasps> I forgot Jailhouse Rock. Sorry. Right at the end. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to put that. It's close to the bottom for me. Yeah, it's above Rawhide though. I liked when they finally were caught and they pull back and there is like every single soldier or police <laughs> officer Probably in the world, yeah. in one room yeah. with them. And there's the, the guy who's just signed the thing and he's just like... Where did these guys come from? What? <laughs> like, when did this happen? <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's a couple of good shots. I, uh, there, there's some really silly, silly moments. Like, yeah, I just told them to go that way. Then everyone stops at the elevator and like, ah. <laughs> then they go up the stairs. Like, you're I, not all going to fit in that elevator anyway, you idiots. I was <laughs> screaming funny <laughs> at, the, at the TV. You idiots. <laughs> Like, why aren't you thinking ahead? Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> I was screaming at the TV uh, pretty much to the point they blew up the gas station. Because, <laughs> like, what is wrong with these people? Why can't they go anywhere? No like, no one no, can have yeah. anything nice. Like, this poor guy running a business and they just blow up. Like, there was so much sense. It was fine. It was funny. Yeah. But I'm also like, I, you guys can't come anywhere. Yeah. Like, you need to just stay still. I'm surprised yeah. the prison was standing when Blue, she left it. Yeah. Because everything they do after they get in their car is disaster. Well, that's because the guards shot down anything that came close. <clears throat> oh, anything else that was good, guys? Um, look, I I really enjoyed like not just like the music for the movie, but like the music as like on its own. Oh yeah, well it's, that's the thing. Like, and <laughs> they've literally just taken the best songs yeah. from the best performers and put them in a movie. Yeah, um, it, it yeah. So Paid you off. can't no. really go wrong. No, no. Uh, but I, w- I will say that a problem that they had was actors being forced to lip sync with their with their songs on set. They didn't record them live because it, it wouldn't sound good at at the time. The technology yeah. that they had. So like a re- that's why um, think in the in the diner with with sing by Aretha is cut so often is because yeah. she had real trouble mm. not like just singing the song. Yeah. As you usually would and keep it in, in, yeah. in sync. Is this film also like a stage musical? No. Okay, so oh it's just a gosh, film. It should be though. Oh, I don't think you could manage the same sense of escalation oh, I on don't, stage. I, I don't think to that extent. But it, like like it, tribute, tribute to the Blues Brothers. That yeah. That's a show and there are heaps okay. of Blues Brothers tribute bands that do like parts of the show in amongst songs like this. Mm. Um, but yeah, the yeah. Blues Brothers isn't like a, a, a written licensed material okay. for musical stage. It'll happen eventually. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. Um, other than that, like there's just... like there's, I have a question. Sure. Belushi or Aykroyd? If you had to pick one Blues Brother... To have near me or to... Keep alive. Do, do you found more interesting, more funny. Oh, it's really weird. Okay, Aykroyd's voice really bugged me in this film, <laughs> but Belushi is Belushi. an untamable monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So when you, uh, it's for me, it's not which one's best; it's which one's less horrible. Well, no, which one entertained you more? Like, were you entertained by Belushi's craziness? For me, that's fine. I found that they swapped the straight man role a lot between the two because sometimes Belushi would play it full serious and Aykroyd would have the this, this stupid ha-ha moment yeah. and they would flip. So it's it's really weird because I think they, I, I guess both as comedians, they both wanted to have the you know the, the joke. Yeah. So it's, it's hard. Well, that because was they the were, duo. Like one would take the front, be the crazy person while someone was dancing behind or playing yeah. an instrument and then yeah. they'd flip and they'd change roles. Please don't kill me. My car broke down. My tire burst. I ran out of fuel. <laughs> there was an earthquake. There was a tidal wave. Okay, now that Alex says that, it's Belushi. 
because of the scene in the restaurant where he, oh, how oh, much for oh. your daughter? <laughs> yes, because I don't think Aquaman would pull that kind of stuff. I want to buy your women. <laughs> so we're gonna go with that scene because that was also one of the moments I turned to my wife. I'm like, what is going yeah. on here? Yeah. So yeah, Belushi. Uh, for me, it's Aykroyd. Yeah, it's I can't Aykroyd go past that. Aykroyd for you as well. One of my favorite people in the entire world. Don't get me wrong; I don't want any of them near me. <laughs> well, yeah. the characters. No, you don't want to exist in the same world as. No, the no, 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 no. Thank you. Maybe just the musicians. Well, we do exist mm. in the same world as well, the musicians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or some of them uh, still. Mm. Yeah, but. I oh, know. Also, Belushi taking the tumble in the um, in the chair, the school the school seat, like down the staircase. Oh, apparently, he he quite injured himself doing that. Yeah, it was a pretty good stunt, yeah. especially for like just the actor and not a stunt man. Yeah, not like, so much a stunt, just yeah. fell, <laughs> just yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of got hospital yeah. <laughs> in a back brace for a couple of weeks. That's great. Um, <laughs> it's honestly, I'm, I was I'm so sad to see that he didn't get many more films after this because. Well, it's not like he wasn't working. It was just that he, his, he had so... No, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So that's a pity. Because he seemed like a real fun kind of guy. Was it Chris Farley in this film or was it... Um, Goodman. Goodman? No, not Goodman. Uh, um, oh, what is this? Candy. It was Candy. John Candy. Thanks, yeah. one. Yeah. Because he's also John passed, Candy. right? I've, yes. I didn't, I Chris Farley's alive still? Was he Chris Farley is still alive. Okay. I believe. I didn't credit him. I'm sorry. John Candy. There's a big list of credits because they all oh. had cameos. Like yeah. literally oh. everyone on SNL was in here. Doing was I was something. surprised that we didn't see, um, unless I did miss him. Um, oh gosh, I've forgotten his name now. Steve Martin. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm surprised he wasn't in this. Too. I didn't miss no. him. No. Uh, okay. So Chris Farley did die. He died in 97. And John Candy's obviously died. John Candy well. died well before that. Yeah. Yeah. Poor John. He was like 93. Who yeah. was the other big guy that was funny? John Goodman. <laughs> He's still alive. No, no, no. It's no. been a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. He did like the Beverly Hills. Ninja. That's Chris Farley. Oh, that's Chris Farley. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. My so bad. he's who I thought it was. And there was John Candy in this one. We should, we should do Uncle Buck at some point. Uncle Buck. I'm going to raise my eyebrows at you guys seductively. I don't know that movie. Or we could do Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Uh, let's do Cool Runnings. Can we do both? That no. Planes, Trains and Cool Runnings? Only Cool Runnings. <laughs> Is cool Runnings? Chris Farley, Cool Runnings? Chris, no, John Candy. John Candy. John Candy and a whole bunch of... Did John uh, Candy, colors. Chris Farley and John Goodman all do a movie together? Because that would be hilarious. You just oh, want to see yeah. three really fat guys in a movie, don't They're you? They're really just funny guys. And it would is, be, is that the real reason? Yes. Okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> don't weaken me. Um, no, I want to do Planes, Trains and Automobiles. That'd be a fun one. I'm not saying no. You did say yeah. no three times. No, I didn't. I oh, said good. I want to do Cool Runnings. Yeah. If we're doing a John Candy movie, let's do Cool Running. Yeah, and Doge, you can pick a third one. Um, oh, I can only name those two. Beverly Hills Ninja. That's Chris Farley. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, great. <laughs> Welcome to our fat, dead guy movie retrospective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you happy? <laughs> Jackass. Remember that time where you were at uni and I went with you and I told everyone my name was John Candy? And <laughs> you started studying agriculture <laughs> at university. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's a thing. Oh, well, we'll be doing Good Spaceballs. Times. That's got John Candy in it. Done. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Home Alone. Got John Candy in Is it. Is he in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's the pick the driver up. Gets the mum uh, back. Stripes right? we could do. You know, John Candy. I want to do oh, Beverly Hills Ninja. National Lampoon's Vacation. Beverly Hills Ninja. Is that Flash? John Candy, not Chris Farley? Yeah. Oh, wait. They might both oh, be. Oh, wait. Here. Are we doing John Candy or Chris Farley? I'm so lost. We're doing John Candy. Yeah, sorry. Beverly Hills Ninja is Chris Farley. Should we get back Damn to uh, no, the Blues Brothers? This is really interesting banter. And the audience is having a blast. Yeah. Half of them are screaming with me and half of them are screaming at me right now. Yeah, answer <laughs> in the poll below if you're screaming. There's no poll. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just or, confuse the audience, Sebastian. <laughs> oh. Do Little Shop of Horrors. We should definitely do Little Shop of Horrors. That's got candy in it. We'll work it out. Love candy. I will say candy, Steve Martin... They came in to front the band after Belushi died. Oh, okay. Uh, or play in or front the band. Because Martin's a singer, right? Or is he playing singer a, and musician? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like the, all those people came in and and did did stuff with I'm the band. I'm glad you said musician because I blanked and was going to say music play guy. So that's I'm really glad you just swooped he's in a, there. He's a banjo player. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Also known as a musician. <laughs> yep. That's the, are they? Or they're known as torturers of the ears. Um, wow. Wow. Only, only banjo players. 
You're the worst person in the world. That's not true. What about uh, loot players? Uh, all bards are disgusting and gross and have sticky fingers. Ooh. Why, why are we talking about bards all of a Loots. Uh, who actually plays a loot if they're not a bard? Um, hipsters, Sting. Sting's a bard. If you're a musician and you're suddenly and you're suddenly in a battle situation, you are a bard. I don't care if you're an MMA fighter. If you also play a guitar and that is your chief job, you're now a bard. I believe one that has multi-classed into monk, but still a bard. <laughs> sure. Didn't you say Sting? Sting. Sting in the police. Why is Sting oh. an MMA fighter? No, no, I'm just saying, I don't care what you do. If, if your job is playing an instrument, you're a bard. Right. Like you can also you can be a professional wrestler and a musician, but you're a bard. I mean, you're all entitled to your opinions. Also, I thought you meant when you said sting, I heard slash. Oh. It was like <laughs> also you're a bard. <laughs> slash. Slash uh, would that's be a why bard. I brought up the loot playing because Sting is a renowned loot player. Is he actually? Yes. He's renowned. Can you actually get loot still? I thought they were gone like the dodo. No, see, uh, technology has uh, <laughs> brought everything back that ever existed. Oh, gross. Ever. Except the Stradivarius. Instead of bringing them back, they've improved upon Ooh. it. Okay, so we're good, we're good to move on to prediction, not predictions. So let's predict our opinions. Are you good to move on to the ending segment of the show? Or? Yes, sure. Who's going to go first? Me. Only it's a time yes. will tell. Watch it all the time. I watch this every time around Christmas. I'm not sure why. It just pops into my head around Christmas time. Well, that's so two viewings for you this year, right? I'm a little early this year. Um, but on, on a, it's a movie I don't get the urge to watch a lot, but I always enjoy it when I watch it. Um, and it doesn't take much to get me to watch it. It'll be like, oh, I haven't watched the Blues Brothers this year. I should actually get on that. Um, it's really entertaining, and it, and it is a romp. Uh, like, it's just fun from beginning to end. Um, and that's from someone who very rarely forgives movies their, like, shortcomings or not paying attention to what they're doing. But I think... I think they, the creators of this film really kind of tie that whole ethos into the actual product. So I think it's perfect. Yeah. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the plot. I enjoy the characters. I laugh along to this film. But my God, this is the most inefficient way of telling this story I've ever fucking seen. I mean, that's the thing. It's not about the story. Yeah. yeah. So you can't hold... You, well, oh. you can't... I'm not saying you can't hold... Oh, I will. I'm saying but you can't <laughs> yeah, hold yeah. its lack of story against it because it's not about the story. It's oh, no. about these two characters being ridiculous. It's not the, the lack of story. It's, saying if, if I didn't recommend The Warriors, this is not getting a recommend. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, let me let me speak. Okay. The, my issue is a lack of story. Yeah, let me my lucky Alex. I want to hear more about the Warriors. <laughs> my issue is not lack of story. The story is fine. It's just the manner in which they tell the story is so vastly inefficient. My God, <laughs> you fucking cocaine. The eighties. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe when you're creating something that needs planning to go into it. Don't get fucked on cocaine. Hey, hey go Sam. back and tell everyone hey, in the Sam. 70s and 80s that then. Well, Sam, you won't have half <laughs> of Sam, you the... know what you should do? You should watch this movie again on cocaine. <laughs> See if you like it more. Yeah. Give that a go. Okay, maybe. But <laughs> that being said, I think there's a really great cut of this movie inside of itself. It just hasn't been shown to me yet. But it is enjoyable. It's just I would, if I had my time again with this, I would be like, Grab the soundtrack. Listen to that. The music is fantastically done. It's really good. It's one of the better, some of the better versions of these songs I've heard for the ones that I have. And you will laugh. Like the, it's, it's quite funny in like a funny Looney Tune sort of like fake reality kind of way. Can I? Can I just add to that? Can you go to YouTube and watch the clips from the movie of the songs being performed? Because I think some of the comic aspects of like them being performed enhance the song. And I'll agree yeah, to that. And, and the choreography yeah. that goes along with some of these songs is either in the church scene, fantastic, or in the scene where it's actually just the boys doing it, hilarious. Yeah. Like, that's all great. So I'm going to say, yes, I do recommend this film, but not coming in with any nostalgia, these boys just take it too far and too long in a lot of times in this film. But there Can is enjoyable I, stuff in there. Are you accusing me of having nostalgia for this film? Because I'm not... That old. No, once again, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't like a big 
comedy guy in the 80s. No, no, like, no, that's, no. that's, not, what, that's no, not where I'm That's not what I'm saying. From. I'm saying as someone who has never seen this film before until this morning, I had no, I had no emotions attached to it. I, I never watched it when I was 10, when I was 11. When I, was 12. I have nothing attached to this film. It's just... Yeah, without all that, I wasn't able to be like, oh, it's like slipping into a warm glove, you know. It's none of, nothing good for me in that regard. I'll say I watched this movie for the first time, I think, like my second year of university. Okay. Which was part of film studies. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I didn't come into... It's not like something I watched every Christmas since I was a baby. Yeah. Um, it's well, just, it's, you, I assume, I'm not oh, saying... Are you sure? I'm not saying either of you are blinded by nostalgia. I'm just saying I have... I had no preconceived notions of this film except for I know it's a film people like. Right. Yeah. So, as someone that's come in fresh, it's fine. It's great in some aspects. In other aspects, it just needs to move on. But all in all, it's enjoyable. So, yeah, it's a recommend. It's just like if I were to give a, uh, you know, out of 10 rating for me. It's a six or a seven, maybe a seven. Like it's fine. It's good. But it never hit that nine or 10, which is for me disappointing because every time I hear about this movie from someone, it's like, oh my God, it's amazing. I'm like, you know, I never saw the amazing. I saw the good. So yeah. It was, it was, sorry. I was, I was Once again, it is, it is a recommend. It's (laughs) just not, it's just not a fucking fantastic film for me. Like everyone told me it would be. Okay. Um, this is hands down a yes. What about hands up? N- no, because then I'd be stopping you from trying to watch it. I'm hands down so that I'm not gesturing at you at all to... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that. I'm sorry. Um, no, yeah. Hands down, I, I recommend from me. I I laugh at it every time. I enjoy the music every time. Um, I find it ridiculous every time. And it's everything that I would want for a long comedy... Uh, flashback movie filled with cocaine, even though you don't. Do so it. much cocaine. So much cocaine. So yes. All right, All right. Alex. What sequel? Um, this is tough because you are not looking forward to next week's review of Blues Brothers Two Thousand, right? Not, not overly. Can I just just to hark back to John Gandy? If you had to guess how many. Movies John Candy did in his around twenty year career since his first movie to his last movie. How many would you think he'd done? Like we named what maybe nine or ten. I want to say forty in twenty years. I reckon sixty would be a huge deal. It's three a year, and he's only comedy actor. If he was doing a film every year, it wouldn't be big. These huge films like we get today, it'd just be honest comedies. He could film a bunch of them, I reckon. Yeah. I'm going to go with 60. He did 44. That's not two a year. But then he yeah. was also like working full time in TV that whole time. Hmm. Like he was, he was busy. Some would call him a comedy workhorse. Yeah. Hmm. I started watching um, the Jerry before Seinfeld documentary mm-hmm. slash comedy show on Netflix. And the whole like talk of like the comedy scene coming up. Like yeah, I, Oh yeah, because he was part of the boom. Yeah, yeah. And like he started doing it for free um because he auditioned and they thought one joke was funny and then yeah, he just like kept going back. Um <clears throat> I haven't finished watching it yet, but did he go through a lot of drugs? Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Never never like uh Charlie Sheen. <laughs> never like outed for it, but literally everyone was Cause like, part of like, because like drugs were literally just given to them. I mean, he talked about getting hamburgers. But <laughs> yeah, like, it, well, it was never part of his act. Know. It was never part of like yeah. where it was part of Belushi. Like that was, that was a big part. Like whenever he did stand up, he would talk about it and whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay, well. That's one thing I just, yeah. Yeah, and so Seinfeld was always pretty straight edge. So maybe he wasn't, but I guarantee that he was exposed to it more than like once. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, Zane, prequel. Alex, prequel? Done. Okay. Yep. Ooh, okay. Oh, do we find out in the movie that I missed why he was in prison? Yes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, it's set in the orphanage. They're really little. 
I was thinking diapers originally, but wow. That's that's yeah. really <laughs> hamstringing him there. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's set in the orphanage. Sure. And one of the boys has a torrent love affair with the torrid. penguin. Torrid? No, no. Torrent. No, no. It's because it's underage. Torrid, not torrent. No, I'm using torrent because it's with a nun and he's a six-year-old boy. Torrent is like a stream of water. Yeah. Like uh, getting caught a torrent. Isn't that like also like a storm, like a torrent? No. Like torrential? Like you mean torrid. Like it's, it's, it's terrible mm. and, and gross. Oh, I think I like torrent, like torrential, like the other use of that word. No? A torrential affair? No, but I'm, I'm changing the, ta- the, the tense because... If you're being poetic, I'll allow it. I don't like it, but okay. I'll allow it. That's fine. <laughs> Alex, one of them's banging the nun. Okay. Should be more direct. They're, they're teenagers. <laughs> I would Obviously. hope so as opposed to diapers. Yeah. Um, and Cal's character is teaching them the ways of blues and music and how they can connect with... Uh, Ladies yeah. through music. Yeah. And then... Um, the nun walks Jake. in. And it's awkward. You can cut the tension with a knife. Yeah, oh, pretty pretty much. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're they're practicing together. And the nun walks in, and she's really annoyed that they're like they're using blues to get women, basically. But then um, there's something about the way that Jake is singing that uh, kind of in- just makes her want more. And more, and um, then she gets him singing for her by himself. He's so and, hideous. Uh, this is horrible. But it's ultimately a journey of. But uh, this was like twenty years ago. Teenagers uh, learning music and uh, yeah, trying to fit into the the blues scene in the seventies or late sixties, which was uh, mainly a um, African American mm. scene. And um, yeah, their their struggle to find gigs as teenagers with their their band. They weren't the Blues Brothers yet, but um, they were certainly the beginnings of magic. And the fact that they were together kind of repaints that scene, which is so disappointed in them yeah. in a completely different light. Gross. Oh yeah, because she was always disappointed with his performance at sex. Yes. Well. Also, there's that, yes. Well, yeah, there you go. All right, that's a podcast. Have that visual, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, stop it. Why would you do that to our audience? (laughs) I can't do it. Oh, God. Good night. uh, Stranger Things reference. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. Or second take podcast. You, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of some pictures, yet. though, that are funny. There, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's, it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Uh, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> and the yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to thatsnotkindofproductions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day... There'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts? There. Yeah, where we just talk 
at ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The Good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.